Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And this episode will require a lot of wine because there's five of them. In fact, my guests are currently ensconced in a hotel room in Manchester, and this is our second attempt to make this episode happen after technical difficulties thwarted our first. They are absolute troopers for doing this. It's nine o'clock on a Thursday night. They have a makeup call for 4 a.m. tomorrow, and they have still found time to do this. I couldn't love them more. They are 90s pop legends with a career that now spans 25 years. They formed at the height of the pop gold rush back in 1997, meeting and auditioning via an ad in the stage newspaper. They went on to become one of the most unashamedly danceable bands of a very busy era, with hits like 5678, Chain Reaction, and their chart-topping cover of the Bee Gees classic Tragedy, which remains a pop staple. Despite initially calling it quits back in 2001, the world simply wasn't finished with them. And a decade later, they were back, touring the country with a number one album like nothing had ever changed. And ever since, they've never been too far from a mic, delivering an incredible further four studio albums, countless tours and TV appearances, and ultimately selling over 22 million records worldwide with a brand new platinum collection on the way to celebrate a quarter of a century of their time together. They were once described by the producer that helped to push them to fame, Pete Waterman, as Abba on speed. I can't think of a better way to describe them. And just to give you a little bit of a heads up, the connection isn't great on this episode. We are drinking 
quite a lot and it is a bit raucous, but bear with because the content is phenomenal. Enjoy its steps. Oh, look who it is. Second time lucky after technology almost failed us. Yay! From a hotel room in Manchester? Yes. 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 Glamorous one. So that? glam. Very glamorous right Even now. though it doesn't look, we've probably picked the worst view in the whole room. But... Yeah, it's actually very beautiful. It's, actually it's not a traveling. <laughs> You've sold 22 million records. We've established that you can afford good hotels now. Well, Only when someone else is paying for it. <laughs> it's the week of release. Does it ever get any easier? A platinum collection, 25 years on. Do you, do you care as much as you did the first time a record dropped? Um, of I we do. Yeah. I mean, maybe we don't care quite as much where it charts to a certain degree. I think we've got our fan base and we know they're, you know, that a certain amount of them are going to buy it regardless, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the charts are so different these days as well. Um, it's just hard to know, you know, what's a success and not. And as long as we have delivered and, and get a fairly good result. It, it's not a pressure that we're going to get dumped after this, is it? We don't know. No. Are we all drinking tonight? I'm raising a glass of wine to you from London. No, we're not going to bed, Kay. We're up for the night. Woohoo! God. Oh, not with you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Drink the wine. It's before a wine. So. <laughs> right, this is going to go out to the masses. I apologise before this starts. We're 10 minutes in, mate. This is going out there. This is live. There's millions online. I was just trying to work out, Lee, when we last spoke. And when we last spoke, you were in a different life because you were not a father. We spoke in 2020 in lockdown. Oh and then God. 2021, look what's happened. Daddy-o. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fun. I know. I'm experiencing what the guys have gone through now. <laughs> He's drinking. And so, we have got no sympathy. So I'm having a drink. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it, Kay. Honestly, absolutely love it. Um, just couldn't be happier. Best thing ever. And Leo, I'm very, very lucky. He's actually a really cool dude, um, which is great. So, yeah, he sleeps through the night, so most parents hate me. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's just fab. So there you go. He's good. Oh, well done. But it has pushed you to drink, so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Only with my Steps band members. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. H, how are the boys? Are they good? They're, they're very busy boys. My, my kids need to be run ragged like dogs in a field. <laughs> of energy. They need to climb trees and stab each other with sticks. That's what they need to do. And who did I get that from? I don't know. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, mine's 14, darling, and uh, it is 10 past nine, and I've just told him, because I'm recording, he's got to stop kicking the football and the holy crap out of my friends and come in. So it doesn't end, that's, and good luck. That's crazy, because I remember messaging you and you uh, calling me uh, and I, when I was crying into wine, saying, it'll pass, just take one day at a time, literally. And then well, I have to say good. that to you, you were in a terrible spot i mean lies are sometimes the kindest thing you can give a friend <laughs> now listen it's a big big birthday in the steps world 25 years i mean that's longer than many marriages <laughs> and good job not married. if we murdered somebody we'd probably be out by now with 11 years to spare my friend <laughs> so, with that in mind i wanted to jump in on my first question and 
get nostalgic. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. It's a benchmark anniversary, so I want each of you to elect some benchmark moments from across the last 25 years that you'd love to rewind to and revisit. And you can make them as silly or as significant, as ridiculous, as hilarious, or as meaningful as you like. But ultimately, they're the moments that form the Steps legacy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm going to say when, when H travelled in Britney Spears' private jets. <laughs> what, you want to take me out on We're all going on the jet too. We did, we did touch on this the last time you were on and we did discover that whilst the rest of the band drove across America in great discomfort, you flew with Britney Jean Spears and her mom and her assistant Felicia and basically you were like, the sixth member of the Backstreet Boys, or no, NSYNC as it would have been then. Yeah. yeah. Was Dusty never in the jet? He was there. He came into the dining room. Yeah, I remember seeing him in the catering. Were you in Monaco? Oh, Monte Carlo, when you were doing an award show and the curtain went up and staring right at you, looking completely and utterly bewildered, was Catherine Zia Jones and Michael Douglas. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Hi, steps here. Literally smack bang in the middle of the front row. And I remember, I think all of us had the same thought. The curtain kind of went up and we were standing there and we could see their faces and we all just, shit, they, <laughs> they know that's, who we are. That's Catherine like jones and Michael Douglas. <laughs> what a step that, do. That this faces. prestigious award. No, they were, they in Monte thinking, Carlo. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> it was bizarre. It was the most bizarre thing. And then I remember going to a party afterwards and Daley Thompson was there in his tracksuit. Dave yeah. Thompson! Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Aren't those moments, though, aren't they just brilliant? I remember this because at the same party, and I've told you this, um, so the girl from American Pie, Elizabeth, not Elizabeth Watley, she was... She um, wasn't at the party, she was by she the was stage. She was backstage, yeah, yeah, and you were chatting her up. Do you know that she was the, she plays the French either. exchange student in American Pie? Of course I did. It's definitely somebody I would chat to. Yeah, I don't remember she's this. your bag, definitely. Yeah, do you know, I remember that. Yeah, you are sniffing round there. <laughs> you know what, Kate? I think she was chatting me up. Let's say that, yeah? I mean, she's only human, Lee. Do you know what I mean? What can we do? <laughs> Lee, what have you found yourself in, in some of those kind of benchmark moments where you just look around and you go, how on earth did we get here? Oh, absolutely. We've been so lucky to travel the world and have all these amazing experiences. And friends. Um, Australia, I loved. I would love to go, go back there. Especially when there was like a time difference. We were like that, oh, I'm not going to go to bed. Where can we go? And so the yeah. record company would find us some club somewhere <laughs> and then we'd rock it to the last <laughs> But you know what? You, you always showed up. I mean, you didn't sort of promise to be in any sort of great state when you showed up, but you showed up. What about some of the weirdest places that you found yourself in that could have only happened as a result of you being a members of Steps? I remember once, I've told this story. So we were at, you know what I'm going to say, we were backstage at Top of the Pops. And uh, so behind us, there was Jerry Allowell doing the splits upside down. Jerry Allowell. As you do. Um, Harry was scrounging for food. Fido was on the next table and Lee's phone rang and his ringtone was... <laughs> Support of my fellow artists. <laughs> there you go. But really, oh my God, it would be more perfect. Oh. 
Do you know what? I think I've got pictures of that that you sent me. Was it that? No, you, you sent me ones when, for some reason, I was hosting Top of the Pops in what looks like a sari. Um, you knew. And it was me, you, and Brandon Block and Mel C. We were in gold. Brandon so- Block. Oh, God. Brandon oh, Block. He DJs. Don't we get a cab home with him to Ryslip once? Isn't that me? I should do. I don't remember that. <laughs> I got a cab home from London with Brandon Block once to Ryslip because that's where we lived. Oh. That, I mean, that we all lived in that. Fun fact, fun fact, everyone. I mean, it might have I can't remember. Brandon Block, that's amazing. Okay, and anywhere else that you found yourself that you thought, how the hell did a nice person like me end up in a place like this? Do you know what? I think one of the most... Well, maybe not that, but one of the most I remember, and it was, this involves Joey Halliwell again. Funny that. In, oh, in yeah. Oman, yeah. we went to entertain the troops in Oman, and it was oh. us, Joey Halliwell, Bobby Davro, Brandon, and Andy Peters was there as well. And I remember, I remember one day that they put up all these tents for us to get ready in, which was lovely, but it was boiling and there was no light. So I remember t- dragging a chair outside to put some makeup on, in, like in the middle of the desert, and. Jerry came out with all her dancers and she used to do this thing where you, she'd hold hands with everyone and they'd do this thing. But she had a film crew with her. So I'm sitting on this chair in the middle of the desert and I'd just put a massive layer of all this white mascara stuff on. And she was like, oh, Claire, do you want to, do you want to hold hands with us? And she dragged Bobby Dagger out as well. So Bobby Dagger on one side, Jerry Halliwell on the other. I still sat in the chair like this. I don't know what's going on, I have no idea. Well, she did her whole kind of like positive like, vibe thing. Of that. I'm, just, I'm just sitting there thinking, I don't know what's happening. This is the weirdest thing ever. I didn't realise I had any good stories, but these are your greatest hits and you're welcome. <laughs> hey, care to share? Um, oh, God, there's so many. There are. But what... the, um, the, the pool in LA. Oh, okay, okay. Here's a story that's um, kind of behind. I'm going to take the camera over this way. And you should do this. It's a bunch of trouble. So um, we were out in LA and we were doing something with Disney and um, we had some free time after we'd been doing our filming. So we ended up in some bars and we'd had a few drinks, ended up in a bar where Gwen Stefani was in. It's like, oh, okay, that's amazing because she's my idol. Um, and then we started talking to a guy and it ended up being Ingelbert Humperdinck's son, oh. Julian. So we, had, so we had drinks with him and then we ended up going back to his house and his house or his dad's house, he bought Jane Mansfield's mansion. So it, we went into this like really retro, like movie type house, didn't we? And it had the heart-shaped pool. So we ended up swimming in the heart-shaped pool, <laughs> but then having to escape over the wall. It was a bit full on. Because he got a bit too much. Yeah, 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 and he yes. saved them. Yeah. And then we had to, yeah. We, we ended I had to up like, climbing over a wall and getting the taxi home back to the hotel. <laughs> you know, oh my God, you, you had to break out of Julian Humperdinck's love-shaped, heart-shaped pool. Yeah. But that was an exciting yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we swam in Jane, Jane Mansfield's heart-shaped pool. That's a great story. <laughs> That's like... So Listen, you should write a book. Forget a Greatest Hits album, just an autobiography of the nights 
and and many days of steps. It's it's people didn't see. Yeah, there's yeah. so many stories. Yeah. It's only when we get chatting yeah. like this that they all start to come out. It's um, we actually yeah, you had um, so uh, when, when was it? We were rehearsing for one of the tours, and um, we'd gone into the Ivy Club. Oh yeah, but and we yeah. sat down. It was the first time we'd really had some downtime to chill out without management or anything going on or work. And we sat and we had some food. And literally for like five hours, we were just crying with laughter, just talking about all the old times, all the good times, the and 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 leaking the memory of it. That was when we finally realised I don't remember. Anything. And he was the sober one as Nothing well. Nothing at all. Yeah, and I don't really drink a lot, so I should remember everything. I know. I really? We would tell these stories and be crying, and we'd look over to Lee, and it's would like, just be. You were, me- you were mentioning people that I just couldn't remember. Like, names just, of people. And then Who was that? What just did they do? laughing all over again. It was funny. Very funny, funny yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lee's out there thinking, am I in S Club 7? Like, who, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> But listen, it's time to move on to our next question. Top yourselves up, kids. I'm coming in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Looking at the longevity of steps, I know it hasn't always been easy. And there is a brilliant Churchill quote, Winston Churchill, that says, success is walking from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. So I wanted to know, I mean, this could even predate your time as a band, when and how that's been true for you, when you go from what feels like one dead end to the next, but ultimately you never stop trying. I mean, I mean, failure may be in the styling you choose. <laughs> Do you know what? Though? I, I would say also, and it's I, it's not even a failure to a certain. It isn't a failure at all. But you could apply that to the fact that we were always number two. It's really lovely to now be sort of um, people's choices now, and yeah. people are quite happy to go. Do you know what? You know, you were part of my childhood, and we love you, and it's mm. great to have you still around. Um, but I think it was it was quite a hard slog early on 
because I felt like we came up against quite a lot of um, brick walls. But I think the perception of other people, like we knew how many we'd sold. Like I remember when we released One for Sorry, for example, I think that one week we sold nearly 150,000 singles and we were number two. And only because the Manic Street Preachers released the biggest song of the year. And so from the outside and people looking in, I think they would always see us as a little bit of a... Not a failure, but not quite as good as everybody else. But we were still selling more records. Yeah. So I guess we kind of knew. Showing where every other group, our peers, yeah. would have these massive machines behind them and they'd release on random weeks when nobody, where there was no competition. So, you know, Westlife would have a string of like 50 number ones. Or you can't going on about Westlife. I like Westlife, Justin. He loves them, really. I got myself in trouble for saying that once. And Westlife did not speak to me for years. In an interview, I you I said that as an example. I was like, you know, one week we've sold 150,000 copies of a single, but then, you know, Westlife might release something and sell 10,000 copies and they're number one. Hey. And it was spun and they... Even Louis Walsh went on the radio and slagged us off because of that. I think they're just on stadiums. I think they're fine. Yes, I think they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and they t- I think they're talking to me now, but they didn't for a while. Hey, where, how does that quote resonate for you? Sit down, everybody. I'm going to be serious. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, because it kind of comes from a lovely place. Um, having my children. And I yeah. spent a long time striving and wanting and believing and needing and failing and I got there in the end so that's why that quote applies to me so that's and you know I remain endlessly proud of you and all that you do for those boys and with those boys you're phenomenal you really are in a moment of seriousness now and Lee what about you because you're a man that rarely complains so I would imagine that if um if if you if you had gone from one failure to the next it's something you would have quietly dealt with um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't often actually. No, um, I don't really know what to say. Yeah, I think going on to steps, what Claire was hinting at before, I always found um, we would work and work and work and that's what I come from, a very working class kind of family and you do have to kind of work your ass off to get what you want. Um, but I always found that we were never appreciated within the radio world that we live in yeah. within this industry. And like all the local stations would play us, but unless we were in the charts, we never really got a hit with the big radio players. And that always baffled me. I, I was very bemused by that. We'd be doing so well, so successful, having the biggest touring act and things like that for, for many years. As Claire said then, number twos, number twos, the odd number ones. So it was like, I don't understand why... You know, I felt like we were knocking our heads against the wall sometimes, to be honest. And yeah, I wouldn't shout about it, but that bugged me, I think, for many years, deep down. I can really understand that because I think 100%, I mean, you've always been, you've had this groundswell of, of support from your fan base, but critics have, but A, they were quick to dismiss you in the first instance and, you know, now look who's laughing. Um, but actually, you have to be—you have to learn very early on how to deal with that and how to respond to it in a way that doesn't make you look bitter or sour. Um, but you are also allowed to be bitter and sour about it because it's horrible and it's not fair sometimes. It's hard not to take it personally, I think, when you're working so hard. Mm, yeah. um, that's the thing. And yeah, very frustrating. But it's great that, like you say, we're here 25 years later. The fans haven't really left us. The fans have grown up. They've got children themselves. Some of those children are now fans. So we're definitely having the last laugh and we're enjoying it still 25 years later. That, so It's still, it's part of that phrase, isn't it, in a way? It's like you have to go through all of that to be able to 
care less when you finally get to the point that you want to be at. You know, we're all, and we're, we're, we're still doing the same thing we did 25 years ago. And, and it doesn't matter that we're not cool. Literally, anymore. five, six, seven. Yes, I mean. <laughs> but can H do that rap? Just saying. No, he can't. No. We found this out recently. There's only one H, just saying. <laughs> now, listen, are you ready to stay musical for your third and final question? Yes. You are releasing your platinum collection, the, the songs that have made you. But what about the songs that got away? I want to know from each of you, what is the one song that you wish you'd either written, recorded or released and why? And it's not necessarily because I love it, but I wish that we had written and recorded All I Want For Christmas Is You by oh Mariah Carey. <laughs> That's a good one. Justin Royalties alone. We'd be on our yacht in the south of France. Lisa would be being carried across the stage by hunky dancers going. And also, you could sing that song. You have got the vocal range to do it, so why the hell not? Um, Faye, what's the song that got away? That's a really, it's a, such a huge question, isn't it? It's just, um, there's so much music out there. Do you mean Four Steps, a song that we no, wish we had our hands on? It could be anything. It could be the song that you just wish you'd written because you love it and it means so much to you. Or, like, for example, if I was asking this to any of the surviving members of TLC, they might say, baby, one more time because it was written for them. They passed on it. It made Britney a star. Wow. Look, I'm doing that. Yeah. yeah. Is that true? That's true, Max Martin told me that. Here's an interesting uh, know that? thing. That Deep Shade of Blue was actually uh, supposed to be for five. What? Was it? Five? Yes. And Toxic was for Rachel Stevens. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Never. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd like to see Steps do Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I think you could do that, you know. Oh my god, what's that I just heard? Oh, it was Freddie Mercury turning in his grave. Channeling, channeling, Freddie was in me. Well, listen, did you ever have to meet any of ABBA after you covered ABBA songs? And did you ever have a chat about, you know, that? We sat behind Benny and Bjorn at the opening of the Mamma Mia musical in the West End. Oh my God. We didn't get invited to ABBA Voyage, just saying. No. And the fact that ABBA haven't dissed you after you covered them. That's, that's good, right? You can just live with that. Well, the thing is, once they once someone else has recorded it, they can't really stop us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just um, thought, um, running up that hill, Kate Bush. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, I'm a massive um, Kate Bush fan. And my sister actually got to go to her concert. Uh, you know when she did her, her concert a couple of, well, a few years ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my sister managed to get a ticket, even though she knew that I was the diehard fan, and she brought me some confetti home. <laughs> confetti, from the confetti drop. I was 
livid. Not um, handed, you were in a thought. <laughs> so, um, so um, I guess running up that hill, um, just for the fact that how amazing is it that the resurgence through Stranger Things yeah. and, you know, how that's just been such a massive <laughs> new hit for her and how she's, you know, um, chosen to not be in the public eye and, you know, just take a step cash. Well, and to go a bit, you know, do you do think? Do you think they could ever bring Stranger Things into the nineties? Yeah, like, well, they have another series, please. To do five, five, six, seven, eight. eight. That's where you're going with like, that. Like, love's got a hold of my heart or something. Yeah. Like, chewed into it. Yeah. And I'm going to choose. It's a song that's uh, not suited to steps. Well, maybe it could be, but it's a song that was part of my, uh, I guess, kind of gay awakening. So there is a, an amazing film that was, um, I guess, groundbreaking in its day, and it was in the 80s, and it was a story, it was a love story between two uh, schoolboys, and it was uh, beautifully told, uh, written by Jonathan Harvey, and told through the music of the Mamas and Papas. And it's a song that I sing to my kids, and I identify with, and it resonates so much with me. It's called Make Your Own Kind of Music, and it's all about celebrating exactly who you are and beating you know your own drum and living your best life and i love that song mama cast Mama's and i think we could do that i'm gonna go and listen to that thank you oh that's lovely h i love it when you get serious lise what about you i've been sitting here thinking about it. i've got about three and um, i've come up with torn that's in brilliant my <laughs> choices were time after time cindy Lord. oh good tune and Faye actually recorded with, with Cindy many years ago. She broke songs with didn't you? I got dropped off at her house um, in the secret location and um, knocked on the door. The taxi drove away and I was like, that comes to my right place because it looks like I could be murdered here. Blair um, <laughs> Witch. I knocked on the door and I heard these like big dogs. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then the door opens and I was like, oh, I look like a stalker because I had the same colour hair as her and blue hair at the time. Um, and then we spent um, a week um, and I, I, oh, it was incredible. I stayed in, in a room um, upstairs, one of her spare rooms, and the net curtains were like doll's dresses, sheer doll's dresses. It wow. was just beautiful. And the fireplace was like two people high. It was enormous. And her, um, and we went downstairs into the basement and started playing some of the demos to just talk about what I'd written before and to sort of mix stars and just talk about that. We had a massive heart to heart. I ended up bawling my eyes out, which is really embarrassing. And then she was just, just because it was so emotional, the whole thing, it was a really big moment. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my, one of my absolute idols. And then she like taught me her singing lesson, like really? what she um, exercises. And she, she did a flannel and she like um, elongated her tongue to stretch her tongue. Cause um, I, I, I think it's a lesser known fact that she actually lost her voice and she had to learn to speak. Wow. at some point in her life yeah. um and then when we were recording because she was trying to um like release the stress out of me because i was really really i think overwhelmed with the situation she brought my belt out of me she was like she'd push me in like by the swimming pool make me do star jumps and then run back into the studio and just go ah like this and it was just it was the strangest thing <laughs> I've ever experienced. I was like, where are the cameras? Exactly. And then she said she wanted to do spirit dancing. So we opened the little picket fence gate thing, went to the woods with a ghetto blaster, 
and she was like this like tribally music on and she wanted us to spirit it just you and her yeah and then after that came out <laughs> yeah. but it, it was really incredible and i was you just open. Like expect dom jolly to like, pop out from behind a tree <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. Listen, listen, you guys have got to write the book. Seriously. Your lives together, the stories and the experiences that you've collected um, are just phenomenal. I love talking to you. And do you know what? I'm so glad that 25 years on, you are still here because you deserve to be. Because you're five of the greatest and the loveliest and the, the most hardworking. And thank you for your brilliant stories and your time tonight and for putting me in at nine o'clock on a Thursday night when you really could have just said we can't do it. So thank you. Yeah, I used to do it. I said, get it out of the schedule now. Get me drunk and I'll do it. <laughs> ah, huge thanks to Steps for staying up late with such an early start tomorrow uh, to regale and entertain us with 25 years of showbiz anecdotal legendariness. Uh, don't miss uh, their summer tour. They're touring the UK all the way through until the end of September and their brand new platinum collection with their biggest hits from 25 years together is available now wherever you get your music. And of course, if you want to hear more great chat with more pop royalty, then look no further than our back catalogue where we've got episodes with All Saints, Danny Minogue, Delta Goodrum, Hanson, Banana Rama, Sophie Ellis-Bexter, Gary Barlow, Duncan James and Anthony Costa from Blue and so many more. My thanks to you as always for keeping us company over the last hour, to Ben Robbins and the Yahoo Studios team who produced the show with me, our editor Andy Eggson and of course the man that provides the beats, Andy Bell. We'll be back next Friday. Until then, thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.